welcome back everybody to another episode of Neon Popsicle. Popsicle. Woo! All right, guys. You know, trying to keep the energy up. Here we go. Thanks everyone for watching. If you guys, if this is your first time checking us out on Spotify, or if you just haven't rated us yet, uh, remember Spotify. I think they. They didn't always enable ratings. Uh, I think that's like a new thing, so a lot of people might not think about it. Pretty new. Pretty new. But if you have it on your mind, if you listen to this right now, be sure to hit us up with a five-star rating. really helps us fight against uh, Bill Gates and his uh, army of AI super mutants. That's right. That's right. We've already got two more of you guys who rated the podcast so far. We see Whoa. when you guys rate the podcast, so happy to have two more members of the squad here. That just means one thing here. I, it just means they can't stop mm-hmm. us. Okay? We're here for World Domination. We're here to be number one podcast in the universe. Keep spreading the love, people. We're not going anywhere. I go to sleep with the Spotify app open, staring at the ratings. Mm-hmm. Just staring at them, hoping <clears throat> to receive another one. And I don't go to sleep until I do. So thank you, whoever rated it. I actually got... A couple days of sleep last week. A couple of Z's, if you will. A couple of Z's. <laughs> Speaking of Z's, zombie virus. It's back, huh? Do you believe that shit? Is it back? Everyone always it always pops up. We got a new zombie it's virus? Not, I I <laughs> okay, so not. I hear like little remnants of the, the Z uh, hooks just all the time, like throughout media. There's a new zombie? When, when did you hear one recently? Probably like a month, if not maybe like three weeks ago. I I'd seen like a TikTok huh. talking about a okay. new, okay. Uh, yeah, zombie uh, eating virus, flesh eating virus, made people turn to zombies. And, mm. and uh, I'm just thinking, is that that's never going to be possible, dude? What do you think a Z outbreak could even possibly happen? When are we can be able to contain that shit? It's a little amateur. A Z apocalypse. I mean, I don't know if it's completely impossible, though. This whole virus they found in the ice. Oh, yeah. It could infect humans. 50,000-year-old virus or something. Yeah. Do you think it's racist? Uh, probably. It probably existed in time before segregation. Do we know what the vi- ice virus uh, Basically, does? depending on the type of virus... <laughs> Cyber goose. <laughs> it's called the Sibericum. Oh, let's see what, that let's see what it does. Let's see what it does. Yeah, let's. What's the Sibericum? So the, the Pithovirus uh, Sibericum is a giant virus that was discovered in 2014. It's a sample of Siberian permafrost that had been frozen for over 30,000 years. It's known to infect amoebas, but it is not known if it can affect humans. But it just. Anyway, in experiments, it has been shown to cause the amoeba to burst and release its contents, the amoebas. Uh, this could potentially cause damage to human cells, but it is not known if the virus would be able to do this in a human body. It's a very rare virus. It's only been found in a few samples of permafrost, and it's also not clear how the virus would spread. Uh, it reminds me of the flood. The virus Halo. is also able to drive conditions. What? How does that? How does that particular virus affect the body? 
because it says the, to to explode, just like break down, but you just get sick, I guess. Uh, not you get sick and then explode. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the flood, bro. It could lead to inflammation and Halo. damaged tissues. The virus can interfere with normal functional cells, such as fever, fatigue, and muscle aches. Damage the immune system. And the virus could cause could cause death. So basically, just make you hella sick. And since it's so old and foreign to our like people, if for some reason it did get out, it would probably cause hella havoc, dude. Whoa. No. The dinosaurs, system. in some meta way, would still win the war of human <gasps> and dinosaurs. Would grow. And now they have all these humans to eat. They and then we grow. turn into dinosaur people. And then the world becomes like that one TV show, Dinosaurs, where we all have jobs, but we're dinosaurs. Hmm. Did Black Why not Rock be so write bad? that show? Uh, I think so. I think they actually were the executive There's producer a, of Dinosaurs. They predicted the future. Yeah. Yeah, the son, the little baby dinosaur was based on George Soros. <clears throat> oh, baby. it looks like him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? I had no idea. Well, you know, it's a little, in, a little inside secret, a little Hollywood magic, you know, a little Hollywood secret. Lots of secrets mm -hmm. in Hollywood, you know? <laughs> Shit. So, um, <laughs> the secrets of Hollywood, huh? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, right? Speaking of secrets of Hollywood. Not personally, but I've heard going, the name. We're going, <laughs> yeah, we're going down, yeah. I haven't um, had the honor. Right. I, I missed <laughs> my opportunity to invest with the man, put it that way. All right. <laughs> well... You know, they have come up with, like, this weird art that Jeffrey Epstein has in his house. Um, no. I think it was before, but, uh, nothing creepy, but, um, it's kind of creepy. Let me look it up real quick. Um, Jeffrey Epstein. With what? Freaking, like, Bill Clinton? It's a George Bush Ah, uh, sitting down on the George floor Bush with a paper airplane. Yes. Have you seen that? <clears throat> Is that really his painting? Well, here's the story behind the bizarre painting of Bill Clinton in a blue dress. Uh, but then it also shows it also shows Oh, that's the Bill Clinton. It also one. shows Bill uh, George Bush here sitting down with a paper airplane in his hands with two Jenga towers on the floor falling over. Smiling. So, those are two separate paintings. How obvious. Parsing Bill and War Crimes were shown at the two th oh, War Crimes is the art is what it was called, shown at the 2012 Tribeca Ball. A fundraiser for Ryan Clyde's alma mater. Patrina Ryan sense Clyde, of this guy? artist. Or was he? You uh, know. Earlier today, Ryan Clyde, the artist, said, As a grad student at New York Academy of Art, I painted pictures of Bill Clinton's, of Presidents Bill Clinton and Bush as part of my master's thesis. When the school put on a fundraiser at the Tribeca Ball that year, they sold my painting to one of the attendees. I had no idea who the buyer was at the time. As with most of my paintings, I had completely lost track of this piece when it was sold seven years ago. So it was a complete surprise to me to learn yesterday that it wound up in Epstein's home. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can say anything that, you want. Mm -hmm. Who would admit to have known Epstein? And who would to – who, you know? But – That's what I would have said too. And it's right It's right in the <laughs> like front of his house too. It's not even like it was hidden in like a bedroom or anything. It was like in the foyer of his home. Allegedly, I oh, wasn't I there know. again. Never been to Epstein Island, Little Charles, whatever, Little Jeffrey Whatever's Island, old. or whatever it's called. <laughs> Little but. Charles or something. <laughs> That's funny. I looked it up. 
I mean, I was a dispatcher, you know, for deliveries. <coughs> um, and I would be able to see there's an app that we use to keep track of the drivers. And you can select the mode, the mode of view where you can see the satellite photos of Earth. It's pretty freaking weirdly high detail when you zoom really close. Hmm. Um, and you know I it's real because right it looks so fake. Uh, I went to Epstein's Island and I zoomed in on it and shit. And it's, it's crazy. It's funny. It's fun exploring the island. Even not the island, but like the world. Even that way. Through Google Earth. Um, through Google Earth, yeah. There's some weird shit in Egypt. I think maybe we might have talked about it on this. But what kind of weird things I went to Egypt see? and zoomed really close. What kind of weird things do you see? And there was like it was like a there's a bunch of like giant circles. Uh I don't know what the circles are, so like it's really hard to just explain like giant land masses of like what looks like a bolt like a dartboard circle 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 like in within a circle within a circle. Within and what do you circle. type in Egypt? Just straight up Egypt. <clears throat> I, I went to it was on my my little dispatch app thing so I didn't want oh. really to type anything in I just like grabbed the earth and I scrolled over <clears throat> I see I grabbed that earth where are you Egypt there's Saudi Arabia Egypt there's Libya right there's the Libya I mean Libya yeah whoa getting close they meant to do that uh huh they totally did it's the labia of word the, magic of Africa. Sure is. <laughs> hey, and if anyone wants to watch along with what we're doing right here, be sure to just hit us up on Instagram. We're just looking for engagement nowadays. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. We can give you a little link to the Discord, and you can join us on this journey to Egypt and all of its mysteries that we're about to go on. <laughs> You're there. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm here. So, uh, it's along that river. I don't it looks know like one, exactly but it looks like there's cities the river, in there. But these are like buildings, not a river. Oh yeah. See. Oh wow. It's actually a huge city. These are like fields. Ah. There's a city along the river, though. They usually but have the to. Like you almost right have to be. Uh it's not true. I guess we don't. I mean, we have, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. the United States and shit, but... Oh, oh, oh. What is this? What is this on my stream here? What are these the circuits at? Like, like, agricultural areas or something? Like, crops in a circle? Is they that, look like, like they fields. Or something? This looks sort of like a grass field. Is that the top of a giant building? That might just be what it is. Might be a top of like a building. And that's like yeah. a tiny little home. This is like Men in Black, bro, like when something. he's like zooming in and on the lady gardening. And then there's this giant fucking thing around it, though. What's in the middle middle? Is that like the water plant? It's gotta be. It's gotta be agriculture. Yeah, maybe it I is. Figured it out. But agricultural agriculture patches like that? It's <clears> so weird. Like the cities out here, right? Maybe that's the most efficient way to do it in a desert. Just little areas. You can't really like mass field. And it's like that because it's like it's got to be in a perfect circle. But if you look over right over here to your right, to, like not spend the most money because they're 
But if you What's look that? over here, over to the right, all that concentration population, all that darkness is like field. All the gray is houses and stuff, but the dark is field and grass. And am I tripping, bro? Back up a little bit. I'm sorry. Back up. Uh, scroll over to the where you can see the circles again. Am I tripping, or is there like a little bit of like see the shadows in this bottom circle here? Does that look <coughs> like a guy, a small dude? Yeah, holding a giant stick. Like that's his head. Yeah. And he's like I holding don't. a stick up to something, or like. <coughs> I can see that. Is there like? Is this his stick? Signs? Yeah, that's the stick, and this is his head. That's his little arm leading up huh. to it. His little body. I can see that. Like holding up this. Yeah, his little arm. That does. I mean, that's got to be a coincidence, right? I can see that. <coughs> yeah, signs. Odd. Nothing's a coincidence. They're just They're just weird synchronicities. This guy looks like a little weird funky fish. Doesn't he? Yeah. Can you see the funky fish? Funky. Oh, <laughs> Can you see the funky fish? A little blob. He looks like a blob fish. <laughs> mm. Anyway. But yeah, uh, it's um, very interesting. Yeah, I thought that That's was like interesting. That's like all sand Good and stuff. stuff. That's probably what it is, agriculture. Yeah, all right. Maybe not aliens, guys, okay? You know what I want, though? This is what I want to do. Remember um, back in the day, I wanted to start an app called What's That? And it was an app you download. People would. It was, yeah. it was basically a community. You could upload pictures, and people could see them, and they go, wow, what is that? And then people can answer, and then you know, your smartphone can make you smart again. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I kind of was thinking, whoa, it would make sense to start a community like that on Twitter. And then you just call it, what's that? And then uh -huh. uh, you post things like this on yeah. there and say, what is that? Or the guy would anyway, the page would have to. Or you just tag them at, what's that? What is this? And then it would notify me and then I could repost it on my page. Or the what's that page, and then I'd say, "What the hell is this?" And then people could answer, "What it is." And then it would be like a, just a big hub of like Not curious, curious mean. shit. That it's always cool to look at, I guess. And curious Georges. Yeah. Well, it's better as a as a community though, opposed Some to an app. Georges. The app would have been a terrible waste of money. <clears throat> Hey, I mean, maybe, like, that's what Twitter wants, dude. They just want you to make a community on the thing that they can be like, that's a good app idea, and then they'll make an app about it. And you hear about that Tennessee lady who uh, had S-word with nine high school students in exchange for vape pens? Whoa. Oh, yeah. Okay, so who's getting the vape pens? She is. She's getting the vape pens? Uh-huh. So she is saying, if you give me that vape, I'll, I'll bang you up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So basically, um, I'm telling you, what? man. When is that ever worth it? Okay. You know? Well, she didn't have <laughs> money at the time. Well, go. So Melissa She's Blair. She's a teacher. What else is she spending her money on? They don't get paid much, man, you know? She's got 10 years. Right, that's an ode to how much teachers get paid. She was charged with 18 counts of statutory rape, four counts of human trafficking by pay 
patronizing prostitution, solicitation of a minor, and forfeiture of personal property. Nine victims between the ages of 14 and 17. Nine victims, nine vape pens. Uh, she probably got more than one vape pen from each <laughs> kid. They offered her items such as oh, vape pens in exchange for sex. Oh, she offered them oh, vape she pens. Was down. Offered them items such as vape pens. So she traded them Whoa. vape pens. She's and laid her students. Sex I had that backwards. Pen. That's wild. How'd you get these vape wow. pens, bro? Don't ask. The other, <laughs> this, the other way was a, like, a little funnier. Hey, <laughs> this vape pen smells like pussy, bro. What, what is this? <laughs> Don't worry about Where'd it. Just hit it. Just hit it. Just hit it. That smells like ass, dude. What is this? Just hit it. Just hit it. <laughs> wow. Doesn't even work, man. She's not a teacher or employee for the district, but was involved um, in the school's booster club. She had a child in the school system who was transferred. Wow, she's not even a teacher, dude. She's just working at the school as like a, a school sub? helper. And she's like, these kids are easy pickings. I mean, if you think about it, because she's not a teacher, she's not limited to one classroom of students. Wow. She gets she ha she basically, yeah, she does have her pickings from the whole school, um, gets being that they vape. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and everyone vapes nowadays. <coughs> Isn't that kind of sad, bro? Like, there's lots of kids vaping in school. Sure, I vape. Well, I don't vape. I, I Like, I'll smoke. <laughs> but... Uh, I feel like if you smoke too young, it's not too good for you. I know what you're just doing. Vape, like vaping THC, or maybe it's just like more normalized. Well, that's the thing. It's just vaping yeah, made THC it. Vapes. Vaping made it easier to get away with smoking anywhere. Um, and it doesn't smell yes. like other stuff does. So like you can literally right. vape that shit in the back of your classroom if your teacher doesn't give a shit uh -huh. about their job. They're not gonna give a fuck. They're not gonna catch you. They're not gonna see it. You take a hit and you just blow that shit up. Patrolling. It's like <clears throat> it might come up later, but as if the sun yeah. ain't coming through the window, you're straight, bro. Like blow that shit in your backpack or something. Unless you got a, or just a bring rat. a fucking smoke buddy with you. Just psh, that little smoke buddy plus. There's ways now to just smoke. It's so easy to just go to the bathroom real quick, get baited as fuck, hit those blinkers real quick, Whoa. get all those heavy metals in your lungs, and then just go back to your class all spun. Sociology all right, has right. never been so, more interesting. I'll be honest. <laughs> I imagine, dude. Um, when I was in school, I mean, I didn't start smoking anything until after I got out of school because I was a lame-o. I was a square. All right? Um, Nerd. I didn't start smoking. And, uh, right, so I don't know what it feels like, you know, getting high at school, going into the next class spun. You know? Oh. Um, did you smoke during school, like school ages, for sure. I don't tell you dad. Me, I mean, don't tell I my mom. Tell <clears throat> but yes, between you and me, and our yes. seventy-six subscribers, I started smoking. Um, um, it was probably I was. I don't condone, but no, it was probably about seventeen when it was. It was probably my senior year. I had smoked before that for sure. But out when in I was like school now. Did, have you ever smoked at school? Like, in school? Allegedly. 
in school? Allegedly. No, no I'd smoke before school oh, on late start okay, okay, on okay. late start Mondays specifically. Um because I okay. would catch the bus later. Um I would shit like that. Like I, I would yeah. I would smoke before school. My first class, first period was sociology. Oh, nice. That's why I brought that up. Um, and the teacher was hella oh, hell cool, yeah. bro. He was so dope. dope. Real laid back teacher. I probably smelled like cigarettes and weed going into oh, the classroom. Yeah. But like, I just kicked it, bro. And it was the happy luck, happy luck club or something. Joy luck club. This is the only way I could oh. stay interested in that movie, man. It was about a, a family of Asians who are cons- who are having culture culture conf- culture clashes within themselves because their parents are old old school. And, they're new school Asians. The Joy Luck Club is that the they Joy just want Luck? Their parents That's a movie. To understand. Yeah, the Joy Luck Club. That was the movie. It's about a family of Asians, a couple oh. families of Asians. It's about culture clash. It taught us about sociology and how <laughs> cultures. Anyway, it was good, but that class was awesome. And Damn. I don't know if it was because of the weed or the class was just cool. But yeah, I smoked during stuff like that. Um, I never smoked yeah. in school. When I was in school, I was in school. I just did my shit. I was just there. Oh, I never snuck yeah. around. There I never, he is. But I, there was times like senior year I got a little lazy and I did, you know, I was a naughty kid. I would uh, hang out with Brittany or oh. something in her elective class towards the end. I just wouldn't go to my Bad class. Influence. I'd just go to hers. Hang out. <laughs> like, Whoa. What elective was that? They just let you sit in the class? <laughs> yeah, he didn't give a fuck. It was Woodshop. Oh. So she was in wood there shop. and I would just. He's the people are like, yeah, teacher's is cool. Just come on, just come in, bro. He won't even care. Just don't Whoa. fuck. Just like don't bother the class. Like make sure. What? Just don't. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I I went. How cool. And yeah, I just sat there, and he didn't care. He didn't say a goddamn thing. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> don't even know why, but he didn't care, dude. As long as you just didn't fuck with the class. Doesn't like confrontation. No, 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 no. Just let these kids sit here. <laughs> I'm done. Um, so I don't know, I don't know if it's how much you want to talk about it on the podcast, but did you see, did you see a UFO yesterday uh, or today? Last night? It was last night, bro. I swear. I swear to you. Okay. Look. All right. So this bro, is, bro, I saw the picture, dude. And yeah, of course it might've been a little blurry, but it looks, uh, I really it wish lines up. Uh, it lines I, up to what they are. I really wish I took the time to take a better picture but the problem was <laughs> i was leaving jujitsu i'm driving and i'm in a neighborhood and when i notice it i'm like that's weird it looks like a string of stars like just like a line a vertical line of bright stars the stars are in the sky but these stars are it's a straight vertical line a slightly diagonal like but vertical I'm like what the hell and they're like but they're too close together to be like natural i've never seen stars that close together yeah. So I pull in, like cl- up in front of this house. It's really all I could do. And I, I didn't want to get out of the car because I was also on the phone with Brittany. I'm like, let me see if I can get a picture of this. Ah. So I try to take a picture of, of my – like, don't want to get out of the car. I don't know. I, it's because I was <laughs> out in front of someone's house. I didn't want to be weird. But I, I just – I thought too much about it I, instead of just thinking what I should be doing. I thought too much. And – I try to take a picture through my windshield, but it, it starts to like catch the glare of the other shit through the reflection. Oh yeah! And so like it's unfocused, and again, I'm just worried about how much time I'm spending parked in front of a stranger's house. So I snap what I can, and I keep going forward, and I'm like, "All right, fuck this! I'm gonna park and try to get a good view of it." So I park, oh. and I 
open the door and I look up to where it would have been and I don't see anything. And I'm like, fuck, like, where did it go? And I'm looking around, looking around. And then this, again, I'm, I'm in front of people's homes because I had to park That's to get crazy. out because it's a neighborhood. <coughs> I'm looking, and then this, I swear this Asian couple's like staring at me, like looking at me all weird. I'm like oh. by my car. I'm like, okay, so I just get back in my car and I close the door. And they're just staring at me weird. I start waving at them. And then they start like pulling because they lived oh right across gosh. the street. They lived right there. They start calling the cops. They lived across, and I was just looking in the sky like a fucking nut. Anyway, I didn't see it again. I even pulled around the corner again, looked in the sky. I couldn't see it. I pulled around again. Wow. I ironically hit a dead zone every time I passed where it could have been when I was hit talking to Brittany. I kept Whoa. cutting out. But besides, that, I'm not even going to add that to the story. That doesn't mean anything because there's a few dead spots there all the time. <laughs> but I swear I saw something. when all I right, right. And you, you brought up Starlink. The Starlink satellites can look like that. So it's true. It can. However... They're typically very strategically separated apart, and I'm sure that's because yeah. of some kind of security protocol. They probably probably stay within a certain distance of each other. They're very organized, and they're typically moving in a direction. Right. Okay, these right. were just uh, – it wasn't a stream of anything. It was more just like a – like a – Like a like – a, like a like a, It looks like a, like a slash. Yeah, like a, a slash of stars. Like, but they weren't like, uh, like you'd imagine like the, hmm. like a cluster of stars. They were just like, they weren't touching. None of them were touching, you know, but they were, it was, ver it was, yeah. and it was weird. It was something I've never seen in the sky before. It's crazy. It looks weird. And yeah. I, I, I could have easily been now it could have been Starlink satellites far away that were moving away from me. So I couldn't tell if they were moving that, anywhere. Because they were just moving away. You know what I mean? Like if you're seeing something perfectly uh -huh. moving away from your vantage point, you're not going to be able to tell. If anything, it's only going to get smaller and smaller. It's not going to look like it's moving. You Because it's so right. far away. I anyway. feel like it's high enough to where it wouldn't look like – you wouldn't be able to see it like that. I feel like it's high enough because it's got to get into our orbit. So it, you can't – I don't think that you can look at Starlink and see it traveling away from you. I'm going to see if there was a sighting. you always kind of see. Keep your eyes out for those uh, light beings, people. I saw a video on TikTok or something. I hope I saved it. Oh, no, it was on Instagram. Uh, someone caught a UFO. There's like some very slow motion footage or something. But even during the slow motion footage, it went fast. But you can edit anything nowadays, dude. That's, That's the what thing. Sucks. The, so, I mean, that I'm going to see if it even looks like... I'm going to watch this video here real quick and see looks like this. Okay, so look at the way that looks. Like, it'll pop up again. But that looks like a straight line. That's not what I saw. It was a. It was. They were stars, vertical stars, little right. randomly placed in a straight line, vertical. Like, it was cool. That's right. all I gotta say. And if whatever it was, it was very cool to see, especially during this time uh, in in uh, history. I've always looked in the sky. We've always <laughs> looked at stuff, but it is cool if that was anything. That's awesome to be yeah. able to see it. I'm just bummed. I took such I a shitty photo something. of it. I really should have taken more time to get a better picture. 
Yeah, that's tough, man. I hear they have uh, uh, technologies that don't let you do that. You know, no photos allowed. You have to subscribe to their OnlyFans if you want those. It's true. Um, I believe I did. I'd have to watch it to know like exactly what he said again, but yeah, pretty sure I did. Right, that's I what I was going to go into. Otherwise. I'll go click on it. I'll see. I was watching the Jake I was kind Paul of watching it before fight. we came in. But yeah, please go into that oh. first. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, we need to talk about that too. Uh, yeah, I'll play this. Uh... Scientific proof of a planet outside. I'll go back whatever we don't want. What's so interesting about these pyramids that have still baffled the scientists? A several unexplainable discoveries are being made in Egypt. The reason for this is because the ancient Egyptians as a civilization was so far ahead of their age and time. Great bits. He says that they have massive energy. Um, I'm just going to cut it off real quick right there. Uh, there's also a theory that they were built as like a sort of uh, astral calendar as, to depict the, the, the ending, the apocalypse. But like the core meaning of the apocalypse, the, the Greek meaning of Lifting the veil of something. It's not the end of the world. But once, like, it's like, it says it's like something like when the moon lines up with the gaze of the Sphinx and the something pyramids, which is going to be. There's a theory called the Egyptian apocalypse in, theory. On Easter or something. Tell me if this is the same theory here. That the proponents of this theory believe that the pyramids were built that... to mark the end of the world. Give me one sec here so you can kind of see uh -huh. also with me. To mark the end of the world, and their alignment with the stars and constellations is a message from the ancient Egyptians about the date of the apocalypse. They also believe that the royal cubit is a measure of time, and that the dimension of the pyramids are a code that reveals the date of the apocalypse. Is that something that they were talking about? Sounds familiar. Sounds similar. Let's see. But yeah, something to that effect. Like things, those they're built to mark the date. Yeah, uh, apocalypse is like the lifting happen. of the veil. And and hear hear this out. Hear me out here. It's not necessarily the end of the world. It's going to be the end of the world as we know it. Ah, see. right. So there's change. There's universal change. There's probably world. pole shifting. There's probably changes in the earth because they were. More connected to the mm. earth itself. They were the patterns of life. These are the ends of things. They, there are probably ends of cycles that were important then because they probably didn't have shelter, air conditioning, certain things. That's probably knowledge that was passed down from other generations uh. too that kept them alive. That like, hey, you know, during these times when the stars align from here to here and the stars over this fucking pyramid... In 10,000 years, it's going to be hella cold, so y'all better make some fire or uh, something. Or like, hey, the locusts are coming during this time. It's like, oh no, the Star of Sirius is right over the third pyramid of Giza. Like, we got to fucking oh, be careful because now it's going to be hella That's hot. All of our plants are going to be thirsty. We got to pray to Amon Ra for water or something. Whatever the hell they did. That's tonight? That's tonight. The third star of Sirius is right over Giza? It's right over the third pyramid of Giza right now, bro. Did you save extra water? Did you dance to Amun-Ra? I thought I just saw it right over Kaput's temple last week. That, dude. It's already over Giza? You missed out, bro. You missed it. That was the wrong star system you were looking at. Oh, man. That was Orion. 
You're not looking at serious. Oh, I'm being fuck, serious. I was. I was looking at Orion. I should have been looking at serious. I know. I, I know. Orion, Orion steals was, the show. Not ready. Trust me. He steals the show. I'm not ready. You didn't dance the rain dance. I'm not ready for, for the star to be over Giza. What's going to happen? What happens to me? Well, okay, first off. No. First no. off. Do I still have time? Yes. For, yes. Thank you. First off, you got to do the rain dance for Amin Ra. You and your whole family, go get your turbans on. Go get those. Go get those. 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 Absolutely. Those cloths from the royal family that they endowed you with, and start doing your rain dance for Amin Ra. Cover my head immediately. Collect your clay pots. For shame. Put them on the corners of your homes, because when the rain comes, that's going to be the best place. To catch the rain. You better hurry. You better go get your wife and kids. I think it's raining right now. I think I hear you it. Do, no, well, I my family's probably dancing for Amin Ra. That's, that, you thank me. Can you thank me? Thank. Yeah, I can see them out my window. I can see. And see. Thank you. Your thank family you. is dancing for Amin Ra. You thank me. Thank you. No. Girls. See, you're welcome. Girls, get out of bed. Go ahead. I'll see you later. Get on your turban. That's how serious. Um, that's how it was. That's what they did with the freaking Egyptians. I mean, the, the Egyptian pyramids. But who knows? What's wrong, Dad? I'm in raw! They start doing a little jig. When you're a kid. Whoa. Ancient knowledge. You hear about yeah. all this shit. You hear about aliens. You hear about uh -huh. the pyramids. You just kind of like, okay, yeah, it's a thought. Whatever. I'm going to go play. Or oh, I'm going to go jerk off. Or whatever you think as a kid, you know? But the older you get, the more you realize. You don't stop jerking off. But the older you get... The more you realize how much of an importance humanity gives to these things. Uh, aliens, spiritual things you can't see, the esoteric, uh, ancient wow. things like this. You don't understand until you're older how much of life is really encapsulated by these things. Like People give so much credit to these aliens. They are the they aliens. It's are aliens. The fucking cornerstone of humanity. They're responsible for us. Without them, we wouldn't be here. And but as a kid, you don't even think twice about that shit, dude. Like, no, you just aliens. You just kind of oh, okay, yeah, aliens. I spaceship. think it's. I think it, it would be kind of cool as a kid. That's sick. Yeah, aliens. I love an alien. An Not alien realizing threat. someone next door could literally their whole life is just studying. Fucking Tom DeLonging, fucking aliens. You know what I mean? Just Whoa. obsessing over them, and it's like, it, it's so weird. It's very weird. The depth that humanity—it's a—it's been a humanity-long question. Aliens. We're always talking about fucking aliens, dude. Tom DeLonging's an experiencer, big time. Uh, he think he he thinks they're uh. They're angels. Angels and airwaves, baby. Yeah. Whoa. That's why he made that band. He dropped out is. from Blink-182. Whoa. He was visited. Made a band. That's what he claims. There it is. I told you. He, he might not be crazy. Uh, Tom DeLonge might be on to something, guys. Don't, uh... Tom DeLonge, the former guitarist and vocalist of pop-punk singer Blink-182, has claimed that he was visited by aliens. He has made these claims in several interviews and in his book, Secret Machines, with a K, Angels and Demons. Whoa. In one interview, DeLonge said that he was visited by aliens while he was camping in the desert. 
He said that he saw a happens. bright light in the sky that landed near his campsite. He then saw two beings emerge from the light. He said that the beings were about seven feet tall and had large heads. He also said that they had glowing eyes and no hair. Whoa. DeLong has also said that he has been in contact with aliens through telepathy. He said that he has received messages from the aliens about the future of humanity. He has also said that the aliens have warned him about a coming apocalypse. Apocalypse. DeLong's like the, if the aliens are using the word apocalypse, it's got to be the, the lifting of the veil meaning, the, like the Greek root meaning. It's true. The and authentic they apocalypse. That we would understand. End. And they, they are intentional with their words, I'm sure, because they understand what we understand. They have to if they're speaking our language. The word apocalypse, like you're saying, you have to know the meaning of it. Doesn't necessarily the they meaning have... of the end of humanity, but as we know it, something's happening. I think even if the person doesn't know what apocalypse really means, they still have to use that word. Because um, I guess it, it, like, it'd be up to the person to figure out what it actually means. Like the po apocalypse is the word. Uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like they can't, they have to use it even if you don't know what it means. Because if you, they use a different word, that's not what it means. That's a little bit different. Like they can't use end of the world because like, that's not actually. And see, to I don't Tom know. DeLong, I digress. He see, he's not just a nut either. You know, he's uh -huh. he's been brought up in the congressional hearings. Ah. Uh. Uh, what is it? What's his name? Gruss? David Grush. It's Grush, right? Grush, yeah. Says that the DeLong's company has released some very interesting videos and data about UAPs. He also said that DeLong has been very helpful in trying to get government to take this seriously. Because Tom DeLong founded To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science, which is a company that investigates UFOs and other unexplained phenomena. And he's at the point now where he's in, like, working with people like Corbell. They know each other type right. stuff. And it's just – it's insane. The mention of Tom DeLonge's name in the UFO congressional hearings is a sign that he is being taken seriously by some people in the government. Um, I know in the last episode we talked about the uh, Brian Bledsoe and his dad and their experience. That sounds just like Tom DeLonge's experience. <clears throat> his dad was camping. A light orb came and approached him on the campground. And he also experienced tall beings with giant eyes. Glowing like, eyes, right? exactly like it. Yeah. <clears throat> Very interesting. Aliens are angels, bro. They're angels, but the They're dark... They're perceived as what they need to be perceived as. I feel like uh, culturally they call them whatever. Right. Uh, I guess when I say angels, that's just what I... Right, culturally, that's what I see as an angel. Them. But it's like... it's What would an angel be? Like, it's pure good. Like, pure... Life, love. I'm not energy. sure, man, because my perception of an angel is more of just like a harbinger, like a bringer of information, mm. or he's he's the carrier. Okay. He's the yeah. He's like the. He's fulfilling the duty of the thing that sent him. He himself doesn't have right. good or bad. He has the love, sure, but it's endowed to him by. The giver Definitely. of the mission. Like, he himself has... Like, I don't know if they are loving These are the cherubs. I think These are the just angels like, coming they, from I guess, God. Yeah, I guess they do. Because it comes from the top, they, like, they have such... They understand the love, I guess, that, yeah, God would They have. are of love. They are, come from the good, the light. 
I can see how they could be just very loving in general because like they come from and they're doing his bidding, his, her, its bidding. Right. I'd heard it's a, it's a motherly energy. It's both. You can't have, it's, it's a duality. There's a, not saying like there's a, like satanic duality, but more like the feminine nature is the nurturing needs to save, but it's all it's mother nature. Yeah, I don't, it's life. Yeah. Nature. Mother nature. It's like uh, I'm ranting right now. Sorry, but an expression of nature energy itself, and it's fighting against the dark energy of the world, which wants us to think it's aliens. Nature's also brutal, though. Too nature's also raw, brutal, rugged. Doesn't give a fuck. Uh uh. That that would be maybe perhaps the masculine force of nature. Of nature. Hmm. You seen that giant long ass video about us being from Mars? No. <laughs> They're pretty interesting. It's too. called The Spirit Science Hidden Human History. And it talks about a bunch of shit, bro. Like <laughs> how like I should humans, watch that. The original f- creation of people came from Mars. They came to Earth through the Merkabahs uh, using the like energy from the pyramids da 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 Whoa. Uh, they wanted to destroy earth the martians aren't good they're very basically very aggressive people yeah. uh, or a race of aggressive beings <clears throat> that came here but then there was it's kind of like the Anunnaki story kind of ties into that as well and it, it's so weird how this it like there's so many things that kind of solidify certain things you've heard about like the Anunnaki, about like Hermes Trismegistus. Uh, he's he a, is he's huge. Thoth, which is he's Thoth. somebody he's, else. He's the version of Jesus. Like he is exactly every god. So like all this weird shit, dude, and it's awesome. I'll send you the link in the episode. We've been obsessing over these things as humanity for so long, and we never. I don't think we'll ever stop until we are destroyed kind of okay have you heard about the along the same lines of ancient shit the mm-hmm. ancient library of tibet ah uh you mentioned it a little earlier i didn't get into it but it's interesting i like ancient knowledge that is is known to be true but lost how ancient so are we estimated talking that only about 10 huh i'm sorry i think how ancient are we talking says only about 10% of the ancient library of Tibet has been decrypted. What? The library is home to a vast collection of texts, including Buddhist scriptures, philosophical trees, treatises, treatises, and historical records. The texts are written in a variety of languages, including Sanskrit, which is one of the first ever, Whoa. Tibetan, and Chinese. God, the Chinese culture is so old, bro. They really are Whoa. meant to dominate the earth, aren't they? It's That's theirs, their I fucking think. goal, bro. It's global it's domination, theirs. man. <laughs> They're on their way, bro. If China ever They're comes over way. to invade, uh, quote me on this podcast on that last thing I said. I, I think it's. I think theirs is theirs. <laughs> Do you think? Because it says here that the the decryption of the ancient library of Tibet is a slow and painstaking process. And for those who need to know, this is coming from Google Bard. Ah. Uh, uh, comes from the internet essentially the texts are often written in a cryptic language and the meaning of the text can be further obscured by the fact that they have been copied and recopied over the centuries so are these texts written in a cryptic language for a reason or is it just that these languages 
were so common back then, but they're lost now. I think that's what it is. It wasn't. I think it's a lost language code or something. Confusion to like, what you're supposed to figure out how to crack this, like Indiana Jones shit. I don't think so. It's just lost languages. Like they meant for it, the knowledge to be passed down forever. I'm sure, but I think um, when it's like when they had to like decipher it, I think it's because um, it's like a like the languages were kind of like also a little mixed back then. So you have to know like some Aramaic, you have to know some Tibetan. You have to like study the, all these languages before you can actually decipher like a, an entire like script or whatever. So it takes years for people to study these ancient really difficult languages to learn. You got to learn like 3 of 4 of them before going into these books. I see. And it's uh, it's uh, so when they say the ancient library of Tibet, it's more of the collection of all of the books that they found through collection of libraries that were scattered across Tibet. So it's not like just like one building that holds ah. all these books. That's what okay. I thought it was. But despite it's still very cool. It, there's a collection of texts uh, wow. that have still oldest uh, date back to the seventh century CE. Is that like in the restricted during the reign section? of the Tibetan king? Yeah, it's the restricted section in the back of Hogwarts. How do you that's get access to these Lamel. texts? I want to look at them. Invisibility cloak. Oh, that's the only way. Right. America it's, has it's to not have for everybody. So these, so in Tibet, they have these ancient texts scattered across multiple libraries. Yeah. Um, do you think that's something that America has, like ancient American texts? No. No. That's crazy. Ancient America. That's like Native American, right? What's ancient America? I feel like that's that's Whoa. a very interesting you say. That's a very Egyptian America. Question. I'm curious because we don't have culture like that, I feel. I feel like our culture straight up started like pilgrim shit. That's what we talk about uh, in school. We like kind of the American history starts here when the pilgrims how were bold enough to leave their home and, and evade taxes by their their land so then we can settle their land and tax their people we burned the cultures that makes no sense they left because they didn't want to be taxed and then they they settle and then they tax assholes besides assholes that's when american history starts you don't hear seven you don't hear anything about the native americans and their culture no you'd almost have to do like research there because i have no idea and we're not proud to talk about it we scrubbed it dude it's probably so amazing and like mystical and magical that if we found out how amazing it was that the the populace would be pissed that we snuffed it out for so long. There's probably an argument that the fact we don't study these more or give more time to it is because the information, as interesting as it may be, holds no value or water in today's oh, society dude. or oh. rules. It's probably just like, yeah, wow. Spiritual cool. like texts, the- bro. And the That's, Native I, Americans I so. probably had tons of spiritual text. I I see. I think so. But it's probably like why we haven't been in the moon again. The fuck else are we going to do there, man? It's a fucking rock. Like, what, what are we going to bring back more it's dust? Possible, what do you want to do? You can't what do you want to do not, on the moon again? You can't go there, dude. We never but been that's to the moon. probably that's their argument as to why we haven't been. Well, we did everything we uh, needed to do. What else is up there? There's no point to keep spending money to go back. You bring back another moon rock. What do you want? What do you want from the moon, dude? There's probably there's not knowledge. There, guys. They it's wanted the to be hidden. That's what they want us to think. 
this useless Native yeah. American knowledge? The what Native I'm Americans probably had it. Is what what information have they found in the books that they were able to decrypt from the Tibetan library? I mean, what if it's just again just stuff that was important for them? Some some examples: Buddhist scriptures. The library contains a vast collection of Buddhist scriptures, including the sutras, tantras, and abhidharmas. These texts. Can you see that? You can't see that. There you go. Can you see it now? Uh, yes, I can see it. Okay. These texts provide insights into the fundamental teachings of Buddhism. That is actually very important, oh. and they offer guidance on how to live a Buddhist life. One of the That's oldest religions, Buddhism. Buddhism. Right. For a reason. Why? And that would be extremely interesting and important if you were a Buddhist, which, again, is the oldest religion, blah, blah, blah. Philosophical treatises? I don't know what a treatise is. Right. It also contained the number of philosophical treatises written by some of the greatest minds in Tibetan history. These texts explore a wide range of topics, including epistemology, metaphysics, metaphysics and ethics. Nice. Historical records. That's very interesting. I do like that. Uh-huh. Medical texts contain a number of medical texts which offer insights. Into, so everything so far highly interesting. Right. Why and astrological texts. The library also contains a number of astrological texts which provide insights into the Tibetan astrological system. These texts discuss the influence of the stars and planets on human affairs. Nice. Wow. Yeah, astrologers are like huge out there. Like... If you got the money, you you got yourself an astrologer. You get yourself an astrologer before you get yourself a pediatric 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 uh uh physician out there. You can find the way to grind up Sherman sand and oak wood together. With a little bit of aspartame leaf and mint, what? you grind it up in a pestle, and you create yourself a paste with a little bit of saliva and flour. You you rub that on your skin. It's got to be on an open wound, and it'll actually get into your skin and help you heal faster for the rest of your life. What? Where'd you hear that? That's it was from the Tibetan library. Whoa! It was one of the. You have one of the te- so I'm asking Bard here. I asked it for an example of one of the findings or quotes decrypted from the Library of Tibet. Okay. And it was able to find. It says the following quote is from a Buddhist scripture that was found in the Library of Dunhuang, which is one of the most famous ancient libraries in Tibet. There it is, baby. Let's it find out why. In the 1900s. So <clears throat> this quote: "The mind is the source of all phenomena." When the mind is pure, the world is pure. When the mind is impure, the world is impure. Yeah. Wow. As, wow. as above, so below. As within, so without. Example or a finding. That's a Buddhist saying. This is another finding uh, from another quote. It was one of the philosophical treatises that was found in the library of Gyantase, which is another important ancient library in Tibet. It was founded in the 14th century. By a lama, so it's going to be a Buddhist temple. Uh, it contains 100,000 manuscripts, including Buddhist manuscripts. So Good this stuff. quote comes straight out of that temple. It says, The universe is a vast and mysterious place, and we are all only just beginning to understand it. There are many things that we do not know, and there are many things that we will never know. 
but that should not stop us from exploring and learning as much as we can. So I feel like, yeah, sure, we read that, we go, oh my god, that's so crazy, but yeah, we kind of known that. I read, I, you, yeah. you know this as humanity. Is it worth digging it's inherent in more? As hum, as a human, like we kind of already get that. We all get that. Like we might never know what's out there. Those are very, those are great quotes, and I, I am very interested in the information that they've popped up. How that can first you find? One, um, the Buddhists also. There's a quote. I don't know what Buddhists taught it, but they preach a quote that is so uh, not. It's just like so above, so below, or as above, so below. They would yeah. say uh, as within, so without. Uh, that's that where it comes in for like the mind. When the mind is pure, the world is pure. When it is impure, the uh-huh. world is impure. So you feel it on your inside, and you will bring it out into the outside within you without you the uh-huh. Beatles hey <clears throat> help I need somebody help the Buddha Not himself said so within so oh. without ah wow the Buddha himself holy the shit the full quote is as the inner so is the outer as is the mind so is the world what does this mean it just means what the to first one said. Live. It's exactly what you Bro. just said. Live. It's exactly what it reminded you of. The same quote. The mind is the source of all phenomena. When the mind is pure, the world yeah. is pure. When the mind is impure, is. the world is impure. It's the exact same thing the Buddha Two things. We just, said. we just asked a couple questions of Bard and came up with the same quote. Yeah. And that came straight out of the Buddha's mouth. Wow. And I believe that, dude. I mean, if, if everybody's mind were sound and yeah. well... Live You've in heard love. That cheesy quote: "Hurt people, hurt people." Yes, and that's just kind of <clears throat> the nature of things. As a as a human race, we're supposed to live in love and not in fear, and that's what all this propagated on on TV now is fear, and we are afraid of each not other. Peace. No, no love, never love. Just like it might be a cool story about like someone uh, saved a kitten's life. Or someone jumped in a fire and saved a child's life. Maybe sometimes on the news. Here's a powerful quote. But no. A powerful quote by the Buddha. Let's listen to oh, what the Buddha's yeah, got to say. You can't avoid that from the news, though. The news is going to fear monger. They're just going to... It's because the darkness is in charge, dude. They're in charge of the media. They're going to scare us so that we don't live in love. We're not... We're, we're creating a, a bad world on the outside because yes. we have bad minds. We have fearful, impure, angry, disgusting minds now. Nobody's you are on nothing, my friend. Yes, wants us to be absolutely. It's to it's to keep the message of fear and and whatever out there. It statics up the whole frequency of the earth, bro. Yeah, the frequency that's very real shit. No one wants to read into that. They don't want you to read into that because they don't want you to know that that's exactly what they're doing. Make everyone scared of each other, and no one will love each other. But that's the way. But hey. Also, when the apocalypse comes, when the aliens come down in uh, 2026, 2025, Uh um, I think they will have information that will allow the world to live in love. And keep in mind, the gentleman said it would be by the year 2025, not even in the year 2025. Wow, okay. So it could be next year, and we could just know everything by 2025. We'll know some now, finally, 2024. But they won't be able to hide it. Everything will be out in the open. They can't hide it. Like, there's going to be more of these phenomena. They already know it's going to be happening more and more and more. Bro, I think I saw a UFO when I was a kid. Okay. 
I was at the park one time. What was it? North Heritage we lived in? Yes, sir. Represent NH, boys. I was at the park. The one with the burning slide. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Uh, Dad was taking us home. And, uh, it was time to go. And I just look up to the sky. As a child, I don't know what I'm looking at. Just look up and I swear I saw like a metal. It looked like a silver fucking ball in the sky. And I was like, what is that? I was super fucking young. I was like probably like five or six. Like what's th- like, oh, I saw, uh, what is that up there? And dad said something like, oh, it's just a balloon or whatever. It could have been just a balloon. You were six. But I don't know if he looked at it, dude. Okay. <laughs> he might have just been saying that to shut me up. I don't know. It's just, that's just a balloon. I don't know if he paid close enough attention to it. But he's like, a dad trying to get someone... his kids shuttled in the car. I understand. He yes, could be right. It's he time to right. go. You could be stop. Right. It's there, time to go. There could be a reason this, Already. this experience stuck with you. You know, because they were. It was a visit. It was a visiting. It was a bit. It's still in my mind to this day. The image of just a silver ball. A silver, random silver balloon? No. Uh-uh. It, it looked like a, like a craft. All right? And uh, um, that's definitely the reason why I remember it still today. It had left an impact on my soul. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, I just, at the time, I didn't know they came. They freaking came in little silver orbs. And now that I know all this information about silver orbs and Merkaba and shit, if I knew that as a kid, I probably, I, dude, I think I saw one. And hey, I've just man, been repressing it as a I UFO can't take that away or as a balloon till now. I can't take it away from you. I know what I saw. You know what you saw. Okay. Yeah. No one can take that away from me. I saw a string of stars no. in the sky, bro. Not glistening, not twinkling, not moving. <clears throat> Stationary, close together. Wow. Random order though, not like straight line either. Not a straight line, right. like a little. That's weird. That's crazy. Never seen, never seen that before. Brighter than all the other stars. That's a visit. That's a visit. That's a visit to me. I've heard of one. I experienced Mother Nature's silver seed. I, I, oh wow. Making a new home in the sun. A new home in the sun. Neil Young. Holy. Mother Nature's silver seed. Makes me want to just lay out. Watch it's Mother Nature, dude. It is love energy. When the sky nature. gets clear, it makes like I want to go out and just watch the sky. And just that's the nature love energy. The sun gives love energy. It is love. The sun is not a big giant ball of gas in the sky. It is a, a loving, bright energy of 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 Mother Nature. Uh, <clears throat> so I've been told. <laughs> There's a whole religion, uh, sun gods. You know, the god of sun. The god, the sun is a god. It's 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 the male energy of life. It impregnates the earth. It's actually female. Oh, if that makes sense, mm. it gives the life to the earth, and the earth flourishes from the light of the sun. Oh, so the mother, the mother earth is earth, a living being. Father, son. or the earth has a consciousness too. I heard. Mother Earth, of course, of course, it has a consciousness. So grow more plants, people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Buddha has a lot of wisdom. What are these quotes with Buddha I see here? Well, some quotes with Buddha that you're seeing here. 
one of them I wanted to read that was actually pretty good. It said, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Wow. Just let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. It's killing you. You know, one of my, I think I might have said this last time on the podcast. You know, one of my fa- I'll take it out if I did. Uh, you know, you know one of my favorite lines uh, that the Beatles say? On uh, All You Need Is Love? Tell me. There's nowhere that you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. I love that. I love that quote. You can't possibly be anywhere that you're not meant to be. It's impossible. If you if you're feeling down on yourself, you're meant to be there. Some for some reason, something in your future has brought you to that point. Uh, Everything you've ever I done, every Lots hand you've ever shaken, it. every conversation you've ever had, every relationship you've ever built has led you exactly where you are. 100%. And you couldn't have possibly been anywhere else. No. I said that I said a, a version of that to this old lady once when I worked at the old folks' home. She felt like she kept saying, sorry, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in the way. Oh, oh, you know, and old people always feel like a burden. So my, I took it upon myself uh, to, of course, make them feel as if they never were a burden. And her name was Sunny. I said, Sunny, don't ever feel like you're in the way. Where you are is exactly where you're meant to be. Yeah. And she just lit up. She smiled so big. She's like, oh, thank you so much, Steven. That's such a good quote. And I'm like, you know, it's true. I'll smoke to that. Cheers. It's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. But I also heard a quote, too. You don't really get what you deserve. You get your standards. Whoa. Interesting. You make the world around you. You almost get what you will no longer tolerate. Oh. You will tolerate things for so long, and then something changes. You'll just, I'm done. I will not tolerate this anymore, and it changes. Wow. So, like, you get your, you get your expectations almost. Like, uh, not what you deserve. So, shoot for the stars, people. Yeah. For you may still land among the moon. No. Aim for the, I saw that in my, my kindergarten teacher's class aim for the moon for if you miss you will still land among the stars yeah less brown it's a less brown quote but i feel like that doesn't is it make any... less brown i'm pretty sure isn't that the guy from uh pawn stars no oh no that's les goldman sorry yeah that's, less that's, Gold. that's sorry that's the other guy that's the other pawn show <laughs> hardcore pawn <laughs> yeah uh which that oh. quote doesn't make sense. That's why I spun it around because the stars are uh. clearly way farther than the moon. So if you're aiming for the moon, you well, ain't yeah. even gonna you reach the, moon. the stars, motherfucker. If you don't well, hit if that you moon, miss the moon, you're falling right back to ground. So I changed it. I said, nah. shoot for the stars, you'll land on nah. the moon. You aim for the moon, you'll fall. If you miss... surely fall back to ground. Okay. If you miss the moon, you're already out of Earth's orbit. You're not coming back to Earth. Oh, you'll you're you're continuing your journey stars. through space. Ah, you're so gonna die. I guess you ultimately. But you are among the stars. That makes sense because you don't want to land in. A you're star gonna there. die. A star is a burning gas ball. You're gonna die if you hit the star. Um, a star is a portal. Okay, oh, to a realm. Sorry, all right? that's right. My bad. Fucking right, NASA, dude. They see this, they brainwash me, dude. 
Yeah, I gotta stick, bro. NASA is CIA, and that's NASA that's like CIA. They don't want you to know. It's not time. The stars are portals or realms far off. So, are you voting for Michelle Obama when she runs for president? I am voting for Poe from Kung Fu Panda when he votes for president. I don't know about Michelle. Who's who's she running against? Donald Trump. Versus Donald Trump? Yeah. What do you okay. think about that? You put money on that fight? I'll put money on that one. That's like at all costs. Both sides don't want the other one to happen. <laughs> Dude, trust me, man. That is at all costs. It's a very real possibility. <laughs> it bro, it's, a, it's the ultimate division. Like, it's just so much opposite. It's just a distraction. It's a show. It's stupid. It doesn't it's matter who's theater, in charge. Dude. It's the narrative is pushed. Theater. The president is in charge for four years. Like these companies with trillions of dollars in investment portfolios, they just have to wait till the next president comes out. They're like precisely. They don't care about the a president. C- the president is nothing You're to them. You're making a great point, dude, because the president's only there for four years. These CEOs are CEO for as long as they want to be CEO for. They're there 20, yeah, 30, They have more 40, money than the president years. can hope to have. Yeah, dude. They, they have close like... to the same amount of money as the whole country. <laughs> more. Apple has more than the fucking, like, GDP of a few countries. I need to look up the GDP, I know. What's the GDP of America? I'm um, GDP America. Bam. What is it right now? It is. Come on, come on. Uh, twenty-five trillion. And uh, the 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 amount of money that BlackRock has in total, like assets and stuff, is ten trillion. Jeez. They almost have half of the entire money of the entire country of America, Golly which is like the geez. highest GPS, G- GDP. So they just wait for the president to get done doing whatever he wants to do. Dude. And then, but, you know, they keep their, whoever's in charge of the media, they keep talking shit on the ones they don't like. They keep talking good on the ones they do, just so they can still have a chance. He's got the they highest actually GDP. get a president. Who does? Japan? Yeah. What? Who? I'm asking. Yeah, and while you ask, yeah, I'll let you yeah, know that yeah. Apple is that. worth $3.2 trillion. It's more Whoa. than the GDP of 137 countries, not combined, but uh, Greece, $257 billion, more than Hungary, more than Romania. Japan is worth more than New Zealand. New more than the Czech Republic, Portugal, Israel, Norway, Saudi Arabia, Finland. The GDP only measures the value of goods and services produced in a country in a given year. It does not take into account factors such as natural resources, human capital, or financial assets. Well, what would you right. call that then? What's that state? What's that What's that ranking? Like, the best? Right. The best country in the, the world? Net. Like, what is the, yeah, basically, what's, what's, the, what's the best country? What's the wealthiest country no. in the world? What is the wealthiest? Yeah. The best country would definitely not be go based off of money. Right, because China could have a huge GDP because of what they do, but they don't have a very like lavish lifestyle. Like everyone, all their all their citizens are like, yeah, most yeah. You know. 
what's the wealthiest country in the world? It says the United States with the highest GDP. We're yeah, the, I think the it's wealthiest US with the highest then China. GDP. I think it's US then China. And then BlackRock. Yeah, second wealthiest in China. That's right. So I guess, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> and then BlackRock, dude. BlackRock owns $10 trillion. Look at the, uh, yeah, look that up maybe. How do was that? They don't have a GDP, do they? No. It's way too big and powerful. Some critics argue. I think the fucking world argues. Yeah. BlackRock is worth $10.9 <laughs> trillion. Trillion. America, China, BlackRock. And then all those petty countries like Germany, Japan, Dude, Ukraine. Relax. Dude. You can't fight against you almost can't fight against something like that. Not Even at as a all. president. A president has no say against that. They can replace the entire board of of companies if they want with that amount of money like if you don't listen to them then you get replaced let's see if blackrock funds any cia oh, projects fuck. how could they not that's probably the first person they go to there's no evidence they do invest in companies that have contracts with the cia see that's how they do it fuckers yeah they won't do it straightly with you but the cia will get right there's a company that works for the cia the, the cia will go on the computer and buy a 100 fucking llc and then they'll <laughs> just lend it to that company. See, BlackRock owns shares in Raytheon, bro. Defense contracting. Yes. They own that the army. shit. They, they are our defense, dude. There's no evidence. If, I Black mean, however, fails, I mean, if BlackRock fails, America is wide open. No, BlackRock... BlackRock is the problem, bro. Ah... Uh. BlackRock is the downfall <laughs> yes. of American culture. They want the evil because they thrive off of it. They get the money from it. They want the fear. They have the absolute control. They're the dark occult in charge. That's how you get it's control. Them. You control the money. You control the man. I think it's BlackRock versus the angels. BlackRock. BlackRock. Right? Right? Huh. Oh. Dude, BlackRock owns 80%. Of all the S&P 500? 80% like, uh -huh. stock in all of S&P. Tesla, right, now look bro. Up that, he that... owns fucking Tesla. <clears throat> Large investor. I don't know how much. <coughs> Soros and Elon are in bed together. Yeah. Elon, that son of a bitch. Um, sneaky snake. What, the, what you asked about Soros owning, owning S&Ps. I'm sorry? Uh, look that up with BlackRock. Look up how much, or what did you ask about Soros? How much percent or something? Yeah, what like percent of the S and P's? Okay, so let me think. According to report, uh, BlackRock owns estimated seven point eight percent of the S and P five. But they are also I think oddly maybe... invested in the same exact companies: Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Alphabet as Soros. Interesting, huh? Yep. And all the top companies; those are all top top companies. Yeah. Why would BlackRock maybe, buy... Maybe they might own 7.8% of them, but maybe they own 80% of those. Like 80% Target. Maybe of the 80%. ones they own? For like, yeah, so... Maybe. How much of Amazon does BlackRock own? 
BlackRock is the largest shareholder of Amazon, owning 5.7%. Oh, 5.7. They're the largest shareholders, though. Okay? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Big power, though. See, they have decisions such as who's on the board of directors and executive compensation. So whoever who, who's on the board makes the decisions for the company. They, if they don't like the decisions somebody's making or they're not on board with the message they want to send or spread, they just BlackRock says, you're out of here. Yeah. And that has to do with that whatever I forget what the rating is called on TV, the this or as a company have to get some kind of rating by like acceptance of like different everything like I don't know it's like inclusivity stuff something. something like that something like that it, you get yeah the, it, I know what you're talking and about. and no one wants that like people they they'll take a a hit to their stocks before they get a hit to that. Yeah, it's the Corporate Equality Index. It's a benchmaking tool Whoa. that measures corporate policies and practices related to lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer workplace equality. The CEI is scored <coughs> on a scale of 0 to 100, with 100 being the best possible score. Companies that score 85 or higher on the CEI are considered to be the best in class for their LGBTQ workplace policies and practices. So if you don't Black Rock is by, pushing that. Yeah, and they get – yeah, absolutely. Like they're the ones who – yeah. BlackRock has received – I don't even talk about BlackRock. But it says BlackRock right. has received a perfect score of 100 on the CEI for the past 11 years. <laughs> there they are. That means BlackRock I has bet. implemented comprehensive policies and practices that support LGBTQ employees. If I had the password to my teacher's fucking website account, I'd also give myself a 100%. Yeah, you set the fucking bar, of course. Right? Idiots wild george soros or i don't know if it's george soros but some it might have been someone from blackrock i don't know but they said that uh they they uh i like to use the term fancy they fancy themselves a god what yeah amongst men in like a, a fox interview he said that uh something along the lines of he didn't ever think that he'd want to to play god but his views on that have changed ever since he had started living out the role. What? Something like that. <laughs> it's very interesting. He says here back when George W. Bush was in power, he said, America under Bush is a danger to the world. To save the world and prevent the re-election of George W. Bush, Soros has dedicated extraordinary amounts of time and money because defeating Bush, he says, is his central focus. His motto, if I spend enough, I will make it right. Whoa, so he admits to nice. doing shit like that. Yeah. Pushing yeah, so it says here, one I'll, way or I'll show you this, this screenshot here. It says, it seems that Soros uh -huh. believes he was anointed by God. Quote, I fancy myself as some kind of God, he once wrote. If truth be told, or if truth be known, I carried some rather potent messianic fantasies with me from childhood, which I felt I had to control. Otherwise, they might get me in trouble. Wow. And when asked by Britain's independent newspaper to elaborate, Soros said, It is sort of a disease when you consider yourself some sort of god, the creator of everything, but I feel comfortable about it now since I began to live it out. Whoa, you see that? What yeah, the fuck? Dude, these, are, these are fucking fuck words. Fuck you, dude. These aren't we words need to take the money a... away from this guy. They're not words of a godly dude. It's words of a dude and who wants like... to be god, and those are different. And, and someone who's been brought to, to the path of seeking their god through money? That's such an evil god. A money god? He's the money god. 
And he didn't look at this, bro. Today, you in U.S. He writes in his latest book, "The Bubble of American Supremacy." is a, quote, threat to the world run by a Republican Party that is the devil child of an unholy alliance between market fundamentalists and religious fundamentalists. He's trying to stop the conservative party at all costs. He's trying to stop yeah. capitalist movement. He thinks it's a bad at thing. At all costs. This is crazy. This was back when George Bush Whoa. was running for president against Obama. He's fucking on top of capitalism, and he wants to destroy capitalism. He wants tells to control you the markets. Uh, he quote and says, way, I am something unnatural. I'm very comfortable with my public persona because it is one I have created for myself. It represents what I like to be as distinct from what I really am. You know, in my personal capacity, I'm not actually a selfless philanthropic person. Philanthropic, excuse me. I'm very much self-centered. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> right. You could have fooled me, buddy. Check this out. He says he's... Next to my fantasies about being God, I also have a... This is a quote. I also have a very strong fantasy of being mad. Soros once could find on British television. In fact, my grandfather was actually paranoid. I have a lot of madness in my family. So far, I have escaped it. Uh Uh-huh. Whoa. Perhaps Santa Claus is a space uh, traveler, dude. Santa Claus. That's the only way you can get to every kid's house in time. Alright, that's for another episode. Wow. Um, but yeah, these guys have so much money uh, that, that they basically control our political system. You know? Yes, sir. And what did BlackRock buy Justin Bieber's catalog for? Right. And, and BlackRock you know, wanted us to know that. It's probably a company that BlackRock They wanted owns. us to know that. It's probably a, a studio that BlackRock uh, is part of, of or something. Um, subsidiary. Why did BlackRock buy <laughs> Justin Bieber's catalog? Yeah, what the heck? Purchase was made through iHeartMedia subsidiary. Uh, so they bought that. Bieber is one so of the So iHeartRadio can play Justin Bieber now? Uh, Bieber's music is still generating revenue, so they see it as an investment. $75 million in 2022 for streaming and touring. It's fucking crazy. Right? Ah. <sighs> So we're just trying, we're just here on the Popsicle trying to discover who is, who, who is the, the kobold, the, the dark world. kobold in charge, huh? We're trying to figure out the, the whys of the world, man. Yeah. And I Why? think it's, I think the word you're looking Why? for is, is cabal. Cabal. Cabal? It's a cabal. Oh, uh, yes. Not a kobold. Not kobold. Yeah, the kobold is like some kind of mythical creature kobold here kobold i'm gonna show you what it is here i'll stream my screen (laughs) uh share screen um 
Okay, I'll go to a... I'll just share my whole thing. Oh, there we go. Go live. Um, I was thinking of these guys. Ah. A kobold. A kobold. Yeah. That one's kind of thick, that kobold. baby. See that one there? Yeah, that guy. I was a kobold alchemist Scroll one time in a, a Dungeons and Dragons there? playthrough. With the staff? You see her? Ah. Oh. Right there, thick thighs. Uh, Second row, fourth over. Whoa, yeah, baby, that's my now kind that of that's a kobold druid. Those Ooh. are now that is a hard one. They look good on the outside, but once you kind of get into it with them, oh. oof, got a lot to handle, bro. The kobold druid. Yeah. Yow. Yow, yow, yow. Inflated kobold. <laughs> there we go. Inflated kobolds for you. You like that inflated kobold right here? <laughs> oh, you know the inflated fetish? Uh, with like balloons and stuff? I mean, it's just like taking a character or something and just blowing them up to like fat plump sizes. Hugely plump sizes. You can probably find it with any character. I Pikachu want inflated. It's like a kink. It's a, <laughs> it's a thing. Give me Bulma. Oh Give no! Me Bulma. Oh, you know it. Give it to me now, baby. Oh God, yes. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh God, give me uh. Look at that. Oh yes. Give me the Yeti from Rudolph. <laughs> Give me the no. Yeti from Rudolph. Let's go. Yeti. Okay. Let's go. From Rudolph. Inflated. Come on, baby. No. See? Oh, come on. Okay. Really All right. You got me there. I was really trying to get a You got me, off. Steven. You got me. Because you know there's a lot of those inflatables around. Shit. It, I think it stops at like Hanna-Barbera era. Got it. Like, got I don't it. Got a Scooby-Doo and I don't think... give me... No, no, no. Give me a Velma. Okay. God, yeah, yeah, give me a Velma. Yeah, yeah. Please give me a Velma. Oh, yeah. Give me a Velma upskirt inflated. Let's go. God, I hear my history out of this one. Shoot. Oh. <laughs> it says no. It says no. Velma inflated. Oh, God, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Look at that. Oh, please. Give me more. Daphne. I don't want to see that shit. Give me this underboob. Scroll up. Look Scroll at this up. one. I think there's some purple underboob. Oh, I see that one. Go up a little more. Oh, God. Look at that one. Oh, yes, no. I have to wipe my history now, dude. I, I can't be here anymore. Yes, baby. <laughs> you go from the GDP to, of Japan to inflated film. <laughs> wow. Just nerd things. Got to put it away. Just nerd things. Holy cow. All right. I'm going to stop sharing my screen here. Do -do -do. Um, all right. Well, uh, we've been recording a while. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, sure. All right, guys. As usual. <laughs> all right, guys. Come here. Lean a little closer. Come here. I'll tell you something. Come here. You know, as usual. Thanks for uh, watching Neon Popsicle. Well, not watching Neon Popsicle, but thanks for listening to Neon Popsicle. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share with your friends. If you heard anything today that you agreed with or disagreed with please don't feel afraid to reach out to us on 
Instagram. That's neon underscore popsicle. You can find us there all day. I fall, like I said, I fall asleep staring at my Instagram and Spotify page, waiting for a response. We never get one. Never get one. That's gonna make me cry. To this day. To this day. Um. But yeah, any last uh, minute things you want to say? Um. Terp Serp will be in New York soon, just as a note of uh, personal uh, history, so I can look back at this and remember that it happened. Uh, August 12th, we'll be expanding over to the East Coast. I got a team out there running Terp Serp. They've been hollering the shit out of this That's event, crazy. man. It's supposed to be pretty big. A lot of heavy hitters from the East Coast are supposed to be there. It's supposed to be one of the most like, the ultimate mixers uh, of the year. So. The Catalina wine mixer. Basically, man, the canna, the Canabina wine mixer. Whoa! It's, uh, it should be a good one, man. But other than that, that'll be fun. So, are you driving out there, or are you being driven? I'm not going to be there. The I have a team, like I mentioned, out there. I oh, ship them some syrups. They I have a see. machine. I talk them through everything. Oh. I got the cups made already. All this stuff. So, that's very cool. Yeah, man, it's going to be nuts. Spread uh, the love. But yeah, just trying to lock it down, keep it going, try to just buck. It's tough out there in the real world, but uh, we keep our head high and our vibes higher. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about, baby. Um, oh, I, I convinced uh, my girlfriend to start watching an anime with me. Nice. It takes a while. It takes Finally. a while. But once you break them in, they end up liking they say, What's the? I think we had the same problem. What do they always say? Oh, it looks cheesy. Yeah, I don't like the art. It's dumb. It looks campy. It looks lame. It's so cartoony for kids. I... Um, I, I took that into consideration when uh, figuring the first one I should show because, it, sure, Naruto Naruto has a special place in my heart. All right, I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast a lot, you probably already know make a lot of Naruto references. Um, but I can't show her Naruto right away. Naruto's good. That was Britney's first. Naruto's good. Whoa. Okay. I mean, hey, you know, I mean, Naruto's that sick, was so maybe that first. might not have been a bad one. I was just thinking like. That one is pretty animated cartoony, so if I'm trying to like stay away from that, um, I just I put on Death Note. Okay. That's a good that's one. A I think serious that's serious like, If she can follow that, then she'll definitely be able to follow the other ones. Right. It's anime, but it's not like over the top. Blah, 100%. You know? No. I get what you're saying. And um, you'll be pleased to hear this. Are you? Am I cutting you off? I apologize. No. I Please. You'll be pleased to hear that I understand why I still don't think they're more powerful, but Naruto Naruto is a better story than Dragon Ball Z so far, bro. Uh, it's a better show, dude, man. Dude, have you seen Super? Not yet. I hear Dragon Ball Super gets deep into the lore and like the backstory. I haven't yet. I hear no, that's where they focus Dragon on Ball the story. Z right now. Dragon Ball Z Kai, it's on Hulu now, so if you want to jump into that, you oh, can. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I think like Super goes back into that stuff, I think, and like explains the world more. That's what I've heard. That's good, and um, I, it's canon. I have not watched canon it, though. from Z. Yes, GT is not. It's good stuff. I think if you like Dragon Ball Z, even just based off the fights that I've seen on Dragon Ball Super, you're gonna love Dragon Ball Super. It looks awesome. That's amazing. So yeah, um, Naruto is a better show. I still think the, the Dragon Ball Z characters are stronger. <laughs> right, that's what I feel. 
and it's a better universe to be in. Like, if you die, you kind of go to this heaven place, and you're still alive, and you can come back, and weird shit can happen, and you can end up alive again. And Dragon Balls are a little are, more like, iconic. You can like, come back with Dragon Balls. You can't do that shit with Naruto. More, like, yeah, but more people know about Dragon Ball Z too. Like, it's it was bigger for sure. Naruto just needs more time, I think, I think to settle into culture. Uh, um, and I think it's done a great I job for how, how young of a cartoon it is. I think it took a while for Dragon Ball Z to hit like that. Wow. And I, can, it's, I didn't think about that. It's culturally relevant, yeah, but it's like we – for with us. But that started back in like before I was a kid. It took us this long yeah. to be old enough to be in positions of power, to be able to be in charge right. of Zoomies and Primitive and put – a cult <laughs> with them you know right. what i mean because it's us who's in charge now we're like wow, your generation naruto true. will take over like when you guys Damn. are 35 40 years old 30 40 it's gonna switch and like and that well, happens sooner, did take a while but it's weird because i guess by that time a... naruto will be just as old as dragon ball was when it hit right it'll be kind of like the same thing huh yeah it'll kind of be like i was gonna say uh like in Dragon Ball Z, kind of took like a whole Dragon Ball series in order to become popular. Sure. Um, but Naruto also kind of took a, its whole like original Naruto series. Like Shippuden is where it really got good. That second series. With with Baruto. They both. Oh no! Shippuden. They both kind of took yeah, know, like right. a whole series before yeah. it got popular. You're right. Like Dragon Ball I... was before Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you're right. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Naruto is good though. They had a lot more to work from too. They had stories like Dragon Ball Z to inspire them and things like that. So can't really compare. Did you hear about the new Naruto episodes they're making? No. They're dropping new Naruto episodes. I'm gonna look this up for you really quick. Uh, we can even we can sign off if you want. I can show you. Okay. After the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in here, guys. Uh, check out the new Naruto episodes yourself online. Ugh. All right, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Yo, 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 yo.